Today on the news and why it matters, the 2020 race heading into South Carolina this weekend. Also, the coronavirus. Could there be a vaccine on the horizon? We will get all into it on this Friday, and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Happy Friday once again. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Pat Gray of Pat Gray Unleashed, the one and only in the flesh Mm -hmm. here on Friday because we tape earlier and we don't want to ask him to wait (laughs) and be here 12 hours just to do the show. Oh, I'd I'd be happy to do that. Would you? Oh, I'm happy. Uh, Okay, great. Uh, No. Oh. Just kidding. We've got (laughs) Giancarlo Sopo back in the house, the Blaze.com's own Giancarlo Sopo. And... uh, on her maiden voyage on the show, we have Amy Robbins, the beautiful Amy Thank Robbins, uh, CEO of Alexo Athletica and also podcast host of Not Your Average Gun Girls. Yeah, so thank she, you. She is, yeah, thanks for being here. She is like the the gun girl. Shot a couple of guns in my time. A couple. I have. A few. Yeah. yeah. And she has this really amazing, uh, you know, they, she has the leggings, Alexo Athletica. Yep. Where you can, you know, just store your gun. You need to. Just saying. Go check it out later. It's casual. I'm mean, working on it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to shoot a gun first before yeah. you won't carry t- a gun. We won't yeah. tell if you want to yes. use one for yourself. We won't I, tell. I mean, I don't have a gun, but I would love to try on some leggings. <laughs> we, we call them special pockets, so I guess it does bring a new meaning to, is that a gun in your pocket? I mean, in <laughs> our Alexos, it really is. That's yeah. also, Giancarlo wanting to try on leggings is a much different broadcast. Yeah. Not this particular show. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Getting into the news. So we're heading into the South Carolina primary. Um, There is a new Fox News poll out that has Bernie Sanders knocking Biden, Joe Biden, out of first place. Now, this is a national poll, 2020 national poll. So this is not a South Carolina poll, but um, it does have Bernie knocking Biden out of first place. Uh, Let's see. He gets in this poll 31 percent support among primary voters. And uh, this is the first 2020 Fox national poll that has Bernie Sanders actually leading uh, and not Biden. Now, if you look at South Carolina, um, Biden is actually, he looks like he's gaining some ground there. Um, I don't think it's a coincidence that this comes after Bernie's controversial comments on communist Cuba. Pat, what do you think? Yeah, I'm glad to see Biden up by 20 points again. Um, I'm a little nervous about the the Bernie momentum because Bernie momentum has been sweeping the country until until this most recent debate. So uh, it's kind of heartening. I mean, the the chance now that the economy economy could tank and Bernie Sanders is the Democrat nominee and wins the presidency because of a bad economy mm-hmm. is really starting to become pretty scary to me. Yeah. So I'd rather have Biden at the top of that ticket. Um, I still think they'll lose to Trump, whoever it is. But uh, with, you know, with everything that's going on right now with the coronavirus, people are just in a total panic. Jungle. Yeah, yeah like, I love seeing black people pull through for America and South Carolina because that's what's happening. That's why, it's, uh, that's why Biden's leading by 20 points now. We don't know if it's going to be that close at the end, but he's always been he's always carried a lot of favor with the black community, um, especially the black community. The, uh, the black community tends to they can identify a little bit more liberal um, in, in, in their ideology, but they actually and when, when they go out to vote, they tend to vote more conservative. Um, so we, we, like among Democrats, that is. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting to see um, 
what's happening. I still think that Bernie Sanders is very likely to head into the convention with at least a plurality of the vote because we just saw a bunch of new polls come out of Super Tuesday states, and he's leading in most of them, including in Elizabeth Warren's own Massachusetts, mm. in the Commonwealth <laughs> of Massachusetts. It's close to most of them, yeah. though. It's close to yeah. most yeah. Super Tuesday states. Yeah, but, but I, I don't see how the Democrats can deprive him of the nomination if he wins the vast majority of states. I, I just don't know. I mean, I, I never thought I would have these words, I feel bad for Bernie Sanders, come out of my mouth. But honestly, if I was a Bernie Sanders supporter, if he doesn't get the nomination when he keeps winning, yeah. I would be up in arms. You know what? I'd be so mad I wouldn't even go out and vote that day, <laughs> I think is what. You should just, just stay home, Just guys. stay home because the system has been so against you from the beginning, you know, letting Mike Bloomberg in at this point, not having to fight his way through. I think it's very interesting what's happening to Bernie Sanders. Um, but I, I also think for a party that loves to play identity politics so much, um, when they're so heavily reliant on the black vote. And that is really what Joe Biden is going to be running on. I, I just want to encourage them all like to look for the candidate who really is going to do something for your community. That's Donald Trump. When we talk about the lowest record unemployment numbers for African-Americans under Donald Trump, what other record are any of these other candidates going to be running on it? If that's simply the only thing that you're going to be looking at. So I think it's going to be really interesting to to see who comes out. I mean, gosh, the Democratic Party is really fighting tooth and nail to keep Bernie Sanders out of this lead spot. But I don't who knows? I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I, it's, it would be very hard to fight at this point. I think they they tipped their hand a little early in 2016 to show what they were doing. Now it's going to be hard to uh, to recreate that in 2020. Uh, Giancarlo, you mentioned the uh, the black community rallying around Joe Biden. Uh, influential black radio show host Charlemagne actually had some uh, some harsh words for Joe Biden's candidacy ahead of South Carolina. Here is what uh, sh- I think he calls himself Charlemagne, the <laughs> God, and that's of course T H A because he's hip, unlike me. Little G. <laughs> yeah, it is a little Lower G. G yeah. uh, but uh, here is what Charlemagne had to say about Joe Biden. I just don't understand the hype behind Joe Biden. You know, to quote Tupac, when I see Joe Biden, I'm like, yo, you really ain't without your homeboy. Because without Barack Obama, I don't see what all the hype is behind Joe Biden. Like they talk about him being the most electable candidate and he's the only person that can beat Trump. How? He hasn't even proven he can beat Bernie Sanders in a primary yet. So what makes them think he could beat, you know, Donald Trump? I'm just, I know a lot of older voters in South Carolina are going to probably vote for Joe Biden, but I would hope that, you know, a lot of the younger voters in South Carolina, a lot of those new registered voters decide to, to turn out on Saturday as well and, you know, maybe shake things up a little bit. Now, he is, of course, a South Carolina native, so how much influence that will have on the primary, of course, remains to be seen. I don't know how much the black community is going to listen to Charlemagne's words and say, yeah, we're going to listen to what he has to say. However, Joe Biden is currently in South Carolina. Uh, He was just at a rally the other night, and he's saying weird things like this. Again? I'll conclude by saying no man has a right to lay a hand on a woman for any other reason than self-defense. And I'm going to make a controversial statement that's always made. If someone in this room got up, took off all her clothes and walked out the door, no man has a right to touch her. Zero. <laughs> she could be arrested for indecent exposure. That, 
so what is he talking about? <laughs> well, apparently it's controversial. What is that at a strip club or something? <laughs> what are they talking about? Now, for context, I think he was talking about uh, domestic violence, and he was trying to, uh, you know, brag about the the Violence Against Women Act and the the stuff that he says that he's done. However, I'm not sure how much it resonates to tell people. Well, I have come out and controversially said that no one should be allowed to touch women against their will. Amy, did you know that that was controversial in 2020? I, I didn't. I, I mean, and for all the women that were Alexo, uh, they, we already know that. <laughs> and if you touch them against their will, they're probably packing something and going to take care of themselves. Uh, I mean, nobody, I don't think at this point anyone is worse for Joe Biden's campaign than Joe Biden himself. And the fact that they can continue to push this guy as who they want as their, for, uh, as their forerunner is just like mind blowing to me. I say keep it going, though. Yeah. Like, please, please keep pushing this guy. Let's let him just continue to talk. I, I would be happy for him to to go up against Donald Trump at this point. I mean, so. I- isn't it sad, Giancarlo, that this is the, the one guy that they're like, all right, I guess if we just get behind, rally behind him, maybe we have a shot at beating Donald Trump. I mean, that if that doesn't show the sad state of affairs that is the Democrat, uh, you know, a bunch, I don't know what does. Well, uh- I just want to also point out, I'm from Miami, so scantily dressed women on a Tuesday morning is just normal. So is it controversial that he's saying that you actually cannot touch them? We know we can't touch them. (laughs) It's normal. Yeah, there's nothing controversial there. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I just think he's sort of like a default candidate because on one hand, the Democrats have uh, somebody who lies about her ethnicity. On the other hand, they have a communist. And Bernie and, and, you know, like Joe Biden is sort of like just this milquetoast dead guy who says <laughs> creepy things. So um, also things that don't really make sense. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, like, he's, my name is Joe Biden and I'm running for U.S. Senate. Yeah, he's like he's incoherent. It also seems to, like Pete Buttigieg might be dropping out after Super Tuesday. Uh, he's been canceling some campaign events. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're not really sure what's what future of any his candidacy has from now on. So a lot of people might be looking at, uh, you know, especially since Elizabeth Warren nuked Mike Bloomberg at, a, at two debates ago, uh, they might be seeing uh, Joe Biden as uh, like a, a weekend at Bernie's just to get him just to get them across the finish line. Yeah. What do you think, Pat? Has anybody asked Charlemagne the God what his thoughts are on a woman getting naked and walking out of the room? Or I, I want to know what he thinks about one of his that. commandments says it's bad, right? Yeah. I didn't know he was like a leading voice for everybody in South Carolina. I know, like, apparently. And we haven't heard from a Charlemagne in about 1,800 years. I'm pretty excited to another one now. That's great. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see how this particular story factors into the 2020 election. But apparently more bad news awkward news, I would say, for Joe Biden. Uh, The judge that has been ruling over the Arkansas paternity case for Joe Biden, I'm sorry, for Hunter Biden, uh, has ordered Hunter Biden to appear in court for sworn testimony. Uh, She said he needs to make himself available. And unless his hair is on fire, (laughs) he needs to be in Arkansas and he needs to be in a deposition. Um, He has fought this and fought this. You know, he pushed off. uh, He almost was held in contempt of court because he kept pushing off returning paperwork. He also said that he was unavailable. I'm sorry, I'm unavailable until after April. The judge is (laughs) not. After after all the primary states. After April, a coincidence in the timing. Who knows what's going 
going on oh. in March. It's, it's probably because of Lent. That's, that's <laughs> I'm sure. That's he does a, seem like a very wholesome religious yeah. man. I, oh, I love a, that the judge came back, though, and says, well, this is very interesting <laughs> that he's not available, seeing as if all the documents you've presented are saying that he's unemployed. So my, what could he possibly be doing with <laughs> right. all of his time? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Well, he probably gave up testifying for Lent. <laughs> oh, big sacrifice. That was his Lenten sacrifice, mm-hmm. exactly. You think that's what it is? Pat, is this, do you see this blowing up uh, before Joe Biden implodes himself? I don't think so, because uh, I don't know that Democrats care. You know, sex scandals are nothing to Democrats. Um, I'm not sure murder scandals are anything to Democrats. They just don't... They don't care what you do in your personal life. Even blackface unless scandals. You're a, unless yeah. you're a Republican. Yeah. Unless you're a Republican. <laughs> exactly. Yes, if this was a Republican, they would definitely care. But but yeah. with it, when it's Joe Biden and his family, they don't care. Now, Amy, um, our network has done a lot of work on, you know, especially Glenn himself, on trying to expose the ties between mm-hmm. Hunter Biden and Ukraine. Uh, you know, it's all a very convoluted story, so it's hard to really dissect, pull apart, and show sure. people. Um, there are a lot of people who say, yeah, I really think that this Hunter Biden stuff is really damaging Joe Biden in the primaries, but... I feel like it's more just every time Joe Biden opens his mouth is yeah. really what people are looking at. And I agree with Pat. They don't really care about the Hunter like Biden Like I stuff. said, no one is more detrimental to Joe Biden's campaign than Joe Biden at this point. I, I don't think I don't see it being a big point of contention. I mean, who cares at, at, at this point? I think people are tired of talking about it and tired of hearing about it. So, no, I, if Joe keeps talking like that and saying those things, I don't think Hunter <laughs> Biden is going to be pulling down his campaign anymore. But. I, I also think that people like to give a little bit of grace when it comes to, I mean, if, that's, if it's your son and your son's kind of screwed up, but it doesn't reflect on you. Yeah, yeah. If you're like, a Democrat, right? Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's not you. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I think we we've been we've given him a pass all along. Democrat family members get a pass. Republican yeah. family members do not get That's a pass at all. It's it's very hypocritical. I mean, you see what like Sarah Palin's Trump, daughter. What, right. Well, and yeah. Trump's entire family, like through the entire impeachment process, they nothing was off limits at that point. But when it comes to anybody that's in the Democrat family, you can't touch the kids. That's mm-hmm. off limits. You can't talk about that. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's double standard on. On their part, that that's why I just don't think this is really going to do a whole lot for his campaign yeah. to hurt his campaign. Yeah. All right. Up next, a coronavirus vaccine on the horizon. We'll talk about the possibility when we return. He's been snorting coke off half like hookers. For like- Israeli scientists are reportedly only a few weeks away from having developed the first vaccine to combat the coronavirus. Uh, They say that they could have the vaccine available 90 days after that, which would be huge, um, I guess, if you want to be a guinea pig also, because I'm not sure. God bless Israel. (laughs) Right. How I feel about uh, using a brand new right off the shelf uh, vaccine for coronavirus. Apparently they were looking into this virus already. They were already looking. uh, They said that they decided to choose coronavirus as a model for their system, just as proof of concept for the new technology that they're working on. And it just so happened that they were working on uh, the poultry coronavirus, which has a high genetic similarity to the human one. Um, And that this particular uh, virus uses the same infection mechanism 
um, which increases the likelihood of achieving an effective human vaccine in a very short period of time, they say once they adjust the system to the new sequence. Um, now, Pat, this comes at a time where what there's like uh, 8,000 people in California who are being monitored for coronavirus right now. There are hundreds in Massachusetts that are being monitored uh, as well. And apparently everyone is panicked and we're all going to die. Yeah, to the point where, you know, they're, they're not drinking Corona beer because... <laughs> It's the same name as coronavirus. Uh, That's my plan for like for like staying clear of the coronavirus. I'm not even washing my hands. I am not drinking. Just don't drink their beer. I regularly don't wash my hands anyway. Mm -hmm. However. I am not drinking. I'm, I'm avoiding Corona beer. <laughs> I've always avo- I'm really is avoided yeah. Corona yeah. beer, though. Like, it's not good. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to drink Corona I'm beer. I'm more of a Dos Equis guy. I've been avoiding guy. Corona yeah. beer for a long for a time. a long time. Nothing to do with the coronavirus. <laughs> you know, the, the panic is really unfortunate right now because, it's again, it's it's hurting the, the stock market um, mm-hmm. is is crashing because of it. And we've got 60 cases in the United States. Six, mm-hmm. Yes, it's up people 60? are being monitored. Right. We're at 60 with no deaths, so there's a zero mortality rate right now. Um, will it get worse? Yeah, probably, but you know, just prepare yourself and, and don't panic. There's no reason to run to the stock market mm-hmm. and take all your money out of the stock. Definitely, market. yeah. Actually, there's a, now's a great time to invest because the right. Yeah. Down, hey, yeah. if you're gonna it's invest, invest in masks, invest in mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know the the hysteria right. is yeah, in Lysol <laughs> and sanitation gloves. You right. know, like your standard personal protection equipment. Um, that'd be a great thing to invest in for right now. But I do the the hysteria. I mean, we're seeing it just being in the manufacturing uh, industry myself. Even though we manufacture clothes, we do manufacture overseas, and so we're seeing that the hysteria, yes, is 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 really affecting the stock market, but mm-hmm. it's also driving prices up to ridiculous levels on I'll these masks, all because of hysteria. Mm-hmm. And if we just kind of calm down, I mean, we have to look at our common flu that we deal with on, how many people does it c- kill a year here in the U.S.? 000. I mean, up like, 60, up to 60,000 a year. Yeah. and 45 million infected. And we're, we're, we're panicking wow. about mm-hmm. something that has a less than 2% lethality rate. I mean, we just need to calm down everybody. Yeah. And mm-hmm. And, and there's so much misinformation, I think, too, that's being spread because people don't really understand how it works yet. So they think, if you get it, are you going to die? Like, remember when Ebola came out? Like, if you got Ebola, you were, mm-hmm. you're just, goodbye. Right. So goodbyes. But it's not like that with this coronavirus. It's not like if you get this virus, you are going to die. Right. And right. so I think if, if we just knew, understood more and got the facts out there more about what it actually is doing and how it affects your respiratory system, you know, the simple things that we do to take precautions with our colds and our flus, mm-hmm. then it might not create such a, a panic in everybody. Yeah. If, you're, if you're not elderly, if you're fairly healthy, you don't have some underlying issue like diabetes or something mm-hmm. else, you're, your chances are really good at surviving right. it. Right. I mean, 98, including 99%, percent mm-hmm. including. Yes. Well, I also think it's, like, it's, it's worth noting that the 2% rate, um, fatality rate, is in China, uh, and, it's, and, it's, and it's that high in a specific region of China. Mm-hmm. Outside of there, it's, it's much lower. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So I think that's, that's worth noting. That's right. Also, if you're under 60, it's like... It's it's very low. Yeah. Well, that's interesting, too, because when we get these death rates, we're not told how old these people are right. that's dying. Right. Like, there's so any... much information that we're not getting from them. We don't know. Any yeah, underlying, underlying thing. Are they immunocompromised? Or mm-hmm. is there something mm-hmm. that's... 
making this uh, progress quicker to a situation right. where they die. I mean, we don't know. And so bec- and I think they intentionally leave out a lot of those facts to just continue to stir up and create all this hysteria. So and I, I think you are, you're really on to something here because I think that the the media in, uh, you know, in conjunction with the Democrats, it's almost I mean, I feel like they're basically like, let's crash the stock market and the economy to own Trump. Mm-hmm. Of, of course, I mean, if you really break it down, I don't think any of us we see through what's happening here. I mean, look, we know Trump is is running on a strong economy. If they can do anything to create hysteria that will drive the stock markets down. This is going to blow. I think this is going to blow over. I really do. Yeah. And, and we'll bounce back. But if they can do anything they can to hit his record on a strong economy, which is what he's been running on for so long, because it has been strong. They're going to do that. And they're going to try to ride this wave all the way to the election. Unfortunately, it's like they started a little bit too soon because I think we'll be able to bounce back by November right. and and he'll be able to run again on his record of a strong economy. Similar to the impeachment scandal. It's like, why, you guys are doing this uh, a <laughs> year away. Why are you? This is stupid. I do want to clarify. I was only kidding about not washing my hands. Everyone should wash their hands on a regular <laughs> Here basis. Here we go. Yes. What is with you this week? Just saying. Talk about leggings, not yeah. washing your hands. I think he got a text from his wife after he said that. That was like, you better tell everyone that you actually wash your hands, sir. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, before we before we move on. Elizabeth Warren, actually, I guess, you know, when you're desperate, desperate times call for desperate measures. She wanted to make sure that everyone knew that uh, she's doing her part to combat Trump's horrible, awful response to the coronavirus. She said, uh, she tweeted out, coronavirus poses a serious health, diplomatic, and economic threat, and we must be prepared to confront it head on. So I'm introducing a bill to transfer all funding for Donald Trump's racist border wall uh, to the U.S. aid to combat coronavirus. Thank God. Man. Well, Thank forget God. the fact that a wall would actually help, help not keep, I mean, transmit uh, disease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we could monitor people coming across. A wall doesn't mean we don't want people to come over here. A wall means let's monitor who's coming across the border and let's do this legally. So if people were sick with the coronavirus, we might actually be able to stop it from getting into our country before it gets here. Which has been one of the problems with open borders, with people coming into the country, the illegal people coming into this country, regardless of where they're from, they're coming into the country infected with certain things, Mm -hmm. and they're Mm -hmm. spreading it into our communities. What could possibly go wrong if we do this? I was just hoping that she would unleash the medicine man from her tribe to cure us all (laughs) of coronavirus. That's what I thought she was going to come back with. I think it's just interesting. You know, Trump was very quick uh, to to stop flights over here, to basically put up borders and keep people from coming over here until we could actually contain what was happening with these people coming from China. It's no different, no matter, like you said, no matter where they're coming from, borders and protection to monitor people coming into this country, especially in terms of infectious diseases, is is very important. And if we really are concerned about keeping people safe, then we're not talking about policymakers transferring money from border wall security to the CDC, which we already know they completely waste funds mm-hmm. and they have frivolous spending within the CDC. And no, Trump actually wants to put practical things in place to keep the population safe. Quarantine processes, uh, shutting down travel, putting these bans in place until we can figure out what's going on has actually kept this virus from becoming a much bigger deal here in America, I think. Yeah. Pat. This is going to be the boost that she needs to take the lead in this, in this primary, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, this was a brilliant Sit. maneuver. Um, yeah, they're going to bash Trump on his response to this, and they already are. 
But doesn't this accentuate the reason that you try to have a secure border? I mean, yes. a pandemic is a perfect example of why you want to be monitoring at all times yeah. who's coming across the border. And we right now just don't know. They could have any kind of disease. And we've seen uh, recurrences of leprosy and all manner of diseases that have been defeated a long time ago in the United States and virtually eradicated uh, pop up again because we don't know who's coming over the, over mm-hmm. that border and with what. Yeah. And now in the midst of the coronavirus, you're going to start bashing the border wall? It mm-hmm. just shows that they, they make no sense whatsoever. They, they, there's no logic to the Democrat Party except, I hate Donald Trump. That's it. <laughs> That's true. Orange That's man bad. All yep. right, back in a minute. Apparently, the man who opened fire at the Molson Coors plant uh, Wednesday, who killed five co-workers and himself, had been involved in a really long-running dispute with a co-worker that uh, boiled over, according to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Um, I know this was, it was a horrible event. We don't want it to happen. Uh, anytime there's a shooting, we don't want it to happen. The Amy... Are we going to hear, because I haven't thus far, are we going to hear from the Democrats more about gun control? This is what's interesting about this story. Um, If you go back and follow the tweets from the last 24 hours, I haven't seen any calls for assault rifle bans, bans on AR-15s. Really not a lot of chatter going on about this particular shooting. And I think it's because the handguns were used in this. So the, the ones that make the headlines, I mean, yes, there were some news outlets that, that touched on it, but it's really, for all practical purposes, died down a little bit. Yeah. And it's because he didn't use the big, bad, scary AR-15 um, that does not stand for assault rifle. <laughs> you know, they, did, they didn't use that. He used the handguns. And unfortunately, this particular mass shooting didn't fit their agenda. So even though they were calling for all these, these anti-gun measures at the rally and they're all trying to, who can anti-gun who at, at this Democratic debates right now, um, none of them really stepped up and said anything about this particular shooting because they can't go out there and start calling for the ban on handguns. Right. You know, I, I like to say that I think Beto obviously kind of exposed the true underlying issue of what the Democratic Party wants to do, which is to essentially ban guns, confiscate guns and take guns, no matter what they say. Um, it's not about public safety by any means. Um, and they they want to put these laws and these regulations on the books that really aren't going to stop anything. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know a lot about this shooter. I've been trying to find out where these legally owned firearms. Right. Uh, no one's writing. No one's writing stories on it no. yet. I'm going to I'm following this very closely over the next few days uh, to really find out if he did own them legally. Well, then we know that more laws on the books to keep guns out of bad guys hands wouldn't have done anything to stop this. And we also know that criminals can get guns even if the laws are in place, you know. So follow it closely. Follow the, the verbiage that comes from the Democrats out of all of this, because right now it's we need to ban assault rifles. We need to ban assault weapons. But let's see if that rhetoric starts changing to we need to ban semi-automatic weapons, which would then in turn start affecting handguns as well. Right. So yeah. Something to pay attention to. Yeah. Pat, um, she makes a great point And, you know, to her point, 
Virginia, it's not going so well for the Democrats there who are trying to cram all of this gun legislation down all of the Virginians' throats. Yeah, I think uh, this shooting, as well as the one in Thailand and Germany recently, shows the hypocrisy uh, of the Democrat Party and, and the left. They, they don't care about any of these because, mm -hmm. as you said, Amy, it doesn't fit their agenda. Mm -hmm. um, they only care about the ones that involve the scary assault rifles um, that are basically black hunting guns. Yeah. Um, and so they can't talk about these kinds of things because it doesn't it doesn't line up where, with where they're trying to take the country. We've been told all along that the United States is the only place in the world where mass shootings happen. Well, they just happened in Thailand and Germany. Mm -hmm. um, huge mass shootings. Quite a few people. There was nine, I think, in Thailand and seven or eight in Germany that were uh, murdered. And now this one isn't resonating with them either because it involves handguns. Mm. And they're just despicable. It just shows that they don't care about human life. Mm -hmm. What they care about is their own agenda, their political agenda. Giancarlo. Well, I'm, as the only person at this table who's probably never like fired a gun. It was probably. Well, I'm saying I, I'm, I'm fairly sure. I'm sure you, you, are, you, you fired are a gun. You are for sure the only person at this table <laughs> who has never fired a gun. So I do. So you have a lot of credibility here on the line. <laughs> yeah. Tell us. Right. So um, the truth is that when I see stories like this, it actually makes me want to buy one for, mm -hmm. for self-defense mm -hmm. uh, and go to the range with you. Right. And, and, yeah. and, and buy Which, leggings. And get some and get <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Alexa leggings. Yes. We're working on a men's line, so yeah. might not have to be the leggings. Okay. <laughs> you know. Wait, just just hold on there, right. Giancarlo, all right? She'll, she will get to you, I promise. <laughs> all right. um, which kind of, I mean, to your point, Pat, you know, they talk about, well, mass shootings don't happen. And even if that were the case, which you pointed out it's not, but even if that were the case, you know, it's like, okay, well, in Canada, they're running vans into people and yeah. killing a bunch of people that way. Knife attacks are up in London. Right. I mean, yeah. So, mm -hmm. I mean, at least with, you know, the firearms, well, at least I can protect myself with my mm -hmm. own if I so choose. Well, that, you know, and, and again, I, I, I've been looking for this because I like to find out most mass, most mass shootings we know occur in gun-free zones, right? Um, I, I even almost looked up this, almost yeah. all of them. I don't know if this particular one was. I would say it probably was just yeah. because it's a brewing it's company. A, yeah. They don't want to mix alcohol with firearms. That would make sense. Mm -hmm. So their policy, if it was a gun-free zone, but look, had, I always say had an armed citizen who is trained and proficient and carrying their firearm. Look exact. Look at the church. Yes. Um, the, it, what just happened here in Texas? They were armed. They were trained. They were able to stop the guy before it got out of control. Because we all know that cops cannot be there every single time, and they were not able to get there in time before five people lost their lives, including the gunman in this particular situation. So, you know, I'm a big advocate for people taking responsibility for their own safety. Mm -hmm. We why put it in the hands like more responsibility in the hands of the government, who we already know. The Democratic Party is anti-police anyways. Right. So, so they want to mm -hmm. what give the power back to the police to take care of all of our who they own don't person, trust. Who they don't trust. And <laughs> it's just it's so messed up. And and yet at the same time, we know that good guys with firearms, when they're trained and responsible, do stop shootings from happening every single year. And it could have been different in this situation had someone been armed. Yeah. Uh, moving on to a, a new California bill. Because, you know, we always like to talk about crazy California bills. A new California bill would require retail outlets to have gender-neutral space <laughs> for children. Now, Giancarlo, you were talking. Did you write this? Yep. Okay, so Giancarlo wrote this at TheBlaze.com. It is available over there right now. Um, so you were saying 
it doesn't mean the whole store has to be gender neutral, but they have they require that every store has to have a a space that is labeled gender neutral and is in fact gender neutral. Yeah, so this applies to retail stores or chains with over 500 employees and the way that it would work is that it would require each store to have a gender neutral aisle for children's items. And and it's not just toys, it's also clothing uh, or books or whatever. But they cannot be separated according to like little boys and little girls that it has to be mixed in which is patently insane. You'd figure that the people in in California would have much higher priorities with, given the homeless problem and housing issues. Poop and, on the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, needles. Yeah, but, but they really have their priorities straight. They're worrying about, you know, uh, mixing G.I. Joes with Barbies. And I, I love oh. that Bloomberg is out there saying, well, California, he just tweeted that California is the symbol of the American dream. And that's coming <laughs> from Mr. Nanny State himself, who wants to mm-hmm. not only tell us how much soda we can drink, mm-hmm. now he's going to tell us how we have to shop for our kids. I mean, you can clearly tell that this is from a policymaker and not a business owner. Because a policymaker is going to ruin our experience as consumers who want efficiency. When I get in, I want to know where I'm going. I want to shop. But no, the government wants to put their hands in even more of our lives. Like, when are the people of California going to get sick and tired of this? You got to wonder. You got to wonder. I mean, I I think, yeah, a lot of them are. They're coming here, though, which, okay, you guys, that's great. (laughs) But remember that when you go to the voting booth, okay? My, My best friend from high school lives in San Francisco, and I was having dinner with him last night, and he was telling me that, um, he had to call the cops because he didn't realize it, but like next to his house, you know, like houses are pretty close to, so like between his house and his neighbor's house, like two to three homeless people had just set up and like they were living there. They had shut up a tent and everything. And it's kind of heartbreaking because you don't, you know, you feel bad for people obviously. And they don't really have anywhere to go because they don't, they also don't want to build more shelters. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just a really terrible situation um, what they have going on there. And certainly not emblematic of the American dream. Yeah. But there's no bigger problem than gender-neutral areas. Oh, of course, yes. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of human beings are being neutered right now, and so they'll want that special place <laughs> where they can go and there's no gender involved. And so, Man. I mean, this is for 0.7% of the population. This is yeah. for 2 million people. There's 330 million people in our country. And yet, I, I don't understand this. All of a sudden, we've done this shift into high gear to bend over backwards mm-hmm. for for the trans population. I don't want to do anything against them, mm-hmm. but neither do I want to turn our whole society over to them now, and all of a sudden that's what we're expected well, to it's, do. It's, it's even it's worse unbelievable. than that. Yeah, but you know what? It's even worse than that because most like something like most trans people are binary. Mm-hmm. They're just no longer their biological right. sex. We're talking right. about, so among the trans, that 0.7%, it's, yeah. it's only about a quarter of them who are, who, who, disc- who identify as non-binary. So th- we're talking really about like There's zero. five of them in the country. Yeah, 0.2% <laughs> of the population. Right. It doesn't make any sense. The vast majority of people are not intersex either. Um, so it doesn't make any sense to just rearrange, start rearranging children's toy stores. No, and I look at it from a business owner's perspective. And if this, if the problem becomes big enough that consumers walk in and it's confusing, it's annoying, it's going to take time. They're going to skip going to big box retail stores altogether, go straight yeah. to e-commerce. Yeah. It's retail retail space in general is already on the decline. Mm-hmm. It's going to, I mean. If, if the market really doesn't like it and the consumer truly doesn't like it, then don't shop there. 
do your quick, easy, simple search on Amazon, your mm-hmm. e-commerce site, get whatever gender uh, product you would like, and then move on with your day. And it could seriously affect big box retail stores. They're also threatening to find the stores. Right? This if they don't comply, if they yeah, don't do it, it comes with a thousand dollar fine. Now, sure. and now yeah. it's now like like retail stores, but imagine when they start telling websites you cannot have mm-hmm. male and female sections on a website. Oh, good luck to them. God bless. All right, back in a minute. Uh, Featured in uh, Bloomberg.com, of all the places, is a really sad, heartbreaking story uh, that abortion clinics are getting nickel and dimed out of business. I know you guys are all Mm. very upset uh, at that proposition, but uh, it follows the owner of Whole Woman's Health in Austin. Uh, It talks about, you know, the the Supreme Court decision, uh, Whole Woman's Health versus Hellerstedt, four years ago, and now... Her day-to-day work is at least as challenging as it was before the decision where she thought that things were going to get better for her. Uh, The abortion tax has gone up with new barriers that hurt clinics' bottom lines. Protests have increased in number, and providers are struggling to offer a medical procedure that has been legal in the U.S. since 1973. Uh, And uh, they are just, they're really upset that they are, this is affecting their ability to operate um, and I mean, you gotta, you gotta read it. It's just horrible. How you, Amy, I know you, I know you read it. It's just I like, did. you're writing this for me to feel sorry for these people. Well, and I, I don't. mean, come on, as a small business owner, uh, you're going to face challenges and risks every single day and like stop whining about it and right. get creative. I mean, look, as I dove into this story, this lady who was buying these clinics, this is a, we're in a free market here, people. Mm-hmm. This is capitalism. So she would go in and rent her her space, rent the space next to her to prevent uh, pro-life clinics coming in, you know, and so then, well, then the anti-abortion people got smart and said, well, if you're going to do that, well, then we're just going to rent up all the spaces and up your rent and you can figure out how you're going to stay in business around here. You know, that's like any small business has challenges and... I mean, I don't really feel sorry for you. Just stop whining about it. And not that I agree with her mission mm-hmm. and what she's doing, but, you know, I'm, I don't feel sorry. It's more about capitalism. Yeah. To you. Like, if this, is a, if this is a thing, if you're for profit, if your abortion clinic is for profit mm-hmm. and profiting off of all of this, well, then you're going to have to face the same challenges that other small business owners are. And, you know, I don't really feel sorry for it. Amen. Just don't. Pat, you're... you're Heartbroken. Very, yeah. A yeah. um, lot of sympathy for, for abortion mills. It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, th- this whole you know, culture of death that we're witnessing right now from the left is uh, despicable. And, and the fact is, we, we just had uh, the image up on, on the monitor over there about um, uh, the the girl who is celebrating her abortion. Oh my gosh, yeah. We have that. And we've seen so many of these uh, videos lately where they their whole thing is not, uh, I had to have an abortion and it's really sad, but I'm just not ready right now. I can't. They're excited about it. They're celebrating it. They're having abortion cakes. They're throwing abortion parties. Um, I how does a How does a civilization... Uh, continue to exist when you have that kind of culture of death. 
It's really, it's really sad. That's a great point. Um, Horrible. Giancarlo, I want to bring you into this, but let's go ahead and watch. This is a, it's a TikTok video mm. that's gone viral uh, showing a girl. I mean, that's what they do on TikTok now. Apparently they brag about getting abortions. Like it's a wonderful, beautiful thing. Let's watch it. How do you feel, Ashley? <laughs> Don't be It's tough to watch. I can't uh, even go through that now. Mm-hmm. I can't either. I'm, I'm, I know. I don't know, because I'm due in like six weeks. So I'm like, I don't know if it's the hormones. Or- I'm sure. No, well, no one can probably <laughs> tell, especially because you're sitting. They can only see you from here. But Amy is pregnant. She's yeah, expecting. I am. It's, and I it's think hard. It is. That's like, that's so heartbreaking to me to, to watch sure. that and to see that. And, um, you know, I, when I, when I think about this, this whole issue, I, you know, we've we've switched from a culture of being able to sympathize towards a woman who really has to, if they have to make that tough decision, you know, mm-hmm. if they if they have to go through that, empathizing and sympathizing with people that have gone through that, to now shifting to celebrating it and making videos about it. I mean, it's uh, it's it really is heartbreaking to see. Yeah, Giancarlo. Well, I mean, we have an entire party ignoring science and saying that someone's not a fully like a, a full equal human being worthy of life and, mm-hmm. and legal protections until they exit the vaginal canal. Right. Yeah. So, which, you know, so it's, it, this is, this is the logical outcome of that. I almost want to, I mean, I, I won't, but I almost want to give the younger, the younger children a pass because they're clearly being indoctrinated by the left uh, into this celebrating this culture. But the people who I really have more of a problem with, I think are the people who are themselves parents And I look at it and I'm like, how can you have gone through this journey that Amy's going through right now? How can you have gone through this journey of growing this human and knowing what goes on inside the womb and having the baby and then turn around and act like it's to be celebrated to kill it? I I just I to me, that's far worse than a bunch of kids who are copying what you know the adults are teaching them pat yeah it's uh you're right they've been indoctrinated um and uh they there's just such a lack of respect for human life now and with them with the democrat party denying that it is even is human life what are the young people supposed to what are they supposed to uh, infer from that that it's not a problem Mm -hmm. it's not a problem that should be mourned or or that life that's growing inside them should be respected. Yeah, it's really sad. Back in a minute. Yesterday's poll question, are you worried about the coronavirus in the United States? 69% of you said no. That's good to hear. Okay, so there's some of you who are not quite panicking yet, but about 31% of you are panicking. You said yes. But we did make the discrepancy yesterday. I said, okay, worried is kind of a, like, should you panic? No. So maybe these people are like, I mean, I'm cautious, so I'll say I'm worried, but... Like, I don't want to get the flu. Right. I don't want to get sick. Right. I've been right. doing right. everything I could, you know, right now to not get sick. So, no, I don't want the coronavirus. Right. Like, if you, you know? call that worried, <laughs> yeah. I'm about the same amount worried as I am Exactly. To get the flu and or and any I other. think because we just don't know a lot about it, 
it does, there is a little bit of that, you know, voice in my head that's like, well, sure, I don't want to get this because I don't really know what to expect, right. you know? I don't know what kind of symptoms fear I'm going to go through. Yeah, just fear of the unknown. And I, I'm a little bit more cautious traveling. Yeah. But, I mean, no, I'm not... I'm not panicking about it yet. <laughs> it, it's prudent to be concerned. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like be, be aware. Yeah. Right. Be cautious. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's poll: which <laughs> which 2020 Democrat is the the fakest? Is that a word? Fakest is the most fake. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, Joe Biden, or Amy Klobuchar? What do you think, Pat? Warren, Buttigieg, Biden, or Klobuchar? That's wow. Tough. That's that's hard. That's tough. I think <laughs> I would hard. have to say Warren. Uh, yeah, I'd probably go with Warren. <laughs> fake. Mm-hmm. Fake Indian, fake Native American. Fake yeah, it's a fake. no-brainer. <laughs> yeah, you think you go Warren too? What? Do you, yes. Okay, Warren. You gotta go Warren. You gotta go She's, Warren. Every time she opens her mouth, it's fake. It's another lie. Let us know what you think. You can go to the Blaze's Twitter. That is at the Blaze. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Amy. Thank you for being this here. Fun. It's been yeah. awesome. We'll see you guys Monday. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.